Love this podcast? Support this show through the ACAST supporter feature. It's up to you how much you give and there's no regular commitment. Just hit the link in the show description to support now. Hello, hello, and welcome to our very first episode. I'm Pallavi Surimala, and we're here today to talk about some interesting takes on undone moments in our life that has in some or many ways helped us become. My guest speakers are two very strong and fun-loving women, so stay tuned. Good evening, Mayan Pedams. To all our listeners, we're here on this virtual recording with my mum, Surimala Manar, a multiple business owner for over two decades from Bangalore, and my aunt, Leka Sishta, an independent talent strategist and advisor from Hyderabad. Today's topic highlights moments when things don't necessarily go as planned, but ultimately it works itself out. So before we start, I want to know how you are feeling about this being on a podcast and what your expectations are from our session today. Uh, I'm fine. I think, uh, you know, it's going to be something where probably there's a little bit more introspection than in some of the other interviews that we do. So uh, I like the fact that I'm able to relook at my life and see, like, for instance, uh, you know, this particular session where you're saying that we haven't really planned for some things, but some things happen and... Uh, yeah, it does work out well. So I'm kind of excited about looking at those kind of things. And I thought I will probably be talking about um, things like my teaching, which came uh-huh. by accident. Okay, <clears throat> wonderful. And my anything from you? Yeah, I'm also very, very excited about this uh, new venture by you, number one. <laughs> And um, for me, also, it is a very, very uh, uh, absolutely new to do anything of this sort. And the very fact that we are going to introspect our lives is something wonderful, I feel. So that's it for now. Cool. Okay. So um, our first question, which I shared with both of you was to share a moment in time when something you wished for worked itself out with some or no effort at all. Uh, Whoever would like to start first. Okay. So can I go first? Is that okay? Yes, always. (laughs) (laughs) Um, So, you know, I mean, I... It's strange that I am in the management field and we work with, you know, goals and targets and plans and things like that. But uh, the best things in my life have happened without a plan, right? I mean, if I go back to my education and I look at the fact that I, my parents, I think, wanted me to be a doctor. But when I was in class nine and we had the core exams at that time and the frog started jumping, which had to be dissected, (laughs) you know, I ran out of the lab and I ran out of science, right? So there was no way of my becoming a doctor. And then I went into economics in college because I thought it was a very interesting subject. And it was also one of those things that probably the better students were in and we were supposed to be the serious people and stuff. And, uh, you know, after that, the main thing that happened was, all right, so management seemed to be it. 
and i think that the challenge for me at that time was um, getting into the mba program at that time was uh, not something that was really done by women so we've only two girls in my class and i was i think the first woman in uh, delhi university that had got in you know directly from the university into mm-hmm. the iim so it was something that uh, was again it happened without a plan and uh, it was a, a better way for me to be in uh, uh, you know in academia in in studies rather than get married because that was the the plan that my parents had right <laughs> so december 1977 my parents were busy looking for alliances and there was one guy who they'd actually looked at and um, you know i was almost engaged to be married to him and stuff like that and uh, but this became a very nice viable alternative so which is why i took it right <laughs> so um but i think the thing that i'd really like to talk about was when i went into uh, working immediately after my mba worked with ntpc and then i worked with various other companies and about maybe i would say about uh, 12 years after that when we were in vizag um you know i met this gentleman called professor kk das who was the um the person who had started the mba program in india he had brought it from harvard and he brought it to andhra university and we met at a social outing and i was working in industry at that time so i was in the strategic uh, team at a, a seafoods and trawling company mm-hmm. and so we met at a party and he said you know you speak so well why don't you become a teacher i said oh no you know because we were always brought up to think that people who do do and people who can't do teach right so it was <laughs> so it was like, no i'm definitely not going to be one of those who you know the te- the students make fun of and stuff like that and so i said no i'm i don't think i'm going to be teaching he said all right why so i said you know i cannot imagine me being in a place where i'm going to be uh, talking to a class of 60 hoodlums and all practically my age maybe 10 12 years younger to me i said i'm not going to be speaking there he said okay don't speak for one hour just come and speak to them just tell them about how did you get into the iim i said okay that i can do <laughs> so i said 5 minutes so he said okay so there was this old doddering man professor kekedas by that time also was already mm-hmm. in his 80s so he was standing outside the classroom and with his walking stick and you know waiting for um, so he took me in and he introduced me he said okay i'm leaving you here for 5 minutes just interact with the students and i went on talking and i went on talking and you know it was amazing because it was like an instant performance appraisal to see your students or the people the audience actually lapping up everything that you're saying right you either know that you're making it or you're not making it at that time yeah. so it's not like industry where it's an annual performance appraisal right here the mm-hmm. students were free to leave at the mba level masters they will they're free to leave the class if they don't like what you're saying so for me that was a challenge and i kept talking and um, you know after about 45 minutes i think he looked in and he said is your 5 minutes up and i said okay i'm so sorry <laughs> but um, you know and then after that it has become so much a part of me that even while i have been working in industry i have always taught so it's always been either on the weekends or during my vacation time or uh, now of course it's online so even when i'm full time with industry i've always taught a paper or two right so and for me the challenge is okay how many students are going to run into the class before i get in and how many students are going to wait outside the class till i let them in if they're late you know those were the kind of metrics that i use so for me the challenge has been immense 
and it was not at all in my goal sheet like we say that you have your career plan all mapped out and this is going to be the lattice and this is going to be the ladder i never did anything like that right i mean it it just so happened so what i actually espouse the career planning to my students Mm-hmm. but uh, i actually haven't followed it myself so i hope my students are not listening to this podcast but <laughs> it's it's a fact that i have to state that things happened to me and it happened for the better i love teaching even now and i also believe the reason why i think that i've gained so much from it is unlike industry where your name okay goes by the work that you do and maybe a couple of awards but here your students in every class are people who are your ambassadors right they carry mm. your name to whichever company they're working in wherever they are mm-hmm. and that's where my assignments my consulting assignments or my you know tutoring assignments or now even my counseling and mentoring assignments come from my students and so mm. i think my brand is built by them and um, so i'm so grateful that i i stepped into this accidentally and of course i've changed my mind about those who can't don't don't <laughs> do they only teach you know not at all i don't think that's true at all that's yeah. so nice padam thank you so much for that mama do you have anything to share from your experience yes um, this is going to be totally different from um, mrs lika sister <laughs> <laughs> so um yeah i was um in fact planning uh, for a travel um, professional mm-hmm. i had trained over there in calcutta and um it didn't happen because i got married so after that 6 years went past by doing nothing and um uh, started fresh in the 7th year then there um, i was working for a leather company leather jackets you know and after that uh, it so happened that uh, it so happened that i had to change uh, from there and took up this um, business of hostel which also just happened because um, of the little child that i had that is uh, so i had to take care and that was a very uh, uh, comfortable uh, choice so yeah. i took that up and um, i didn't know head or tail or, or abc of uh, running a hostel for girls Mm-hmm. it was all on a trial basis error uh, trial and error basis so that was good and it flourished well it was it just happened and mm-hmm. during the period during this period mm-hmm. another thing was my passion for cooking which was uh, helping this business to grow very well <laughs> yeah ultimately i think since i'm chalked out for this cooking after i have retired from the running of the hostel um, this has picked up again the cooking so right. unawares i was totally unawares that i was going to do this again so as of now um it's it's really nice that i am into this which is a great passion and i enjoy my cooking for other people and when i hear 
oh this is good that is good it lightens me up completely and yeah. uh, feel so good that i can create so many dishes and uh, look at it from a different perspective give them the nutritious value and so many things this is really nice so that's it right now it's quite beautiful isn't it i mean you you don't know uh, sometimes you don't even know where your strengths come from and they just take over and they decide your path for you and they decide your life for you and it just right. works out even more beautiful than you intended it to be correct right absolutely um okay so let's uh, the second question padma you've almost answered but i just wanted to know um this whole thing about uh trying something like your professor said has that influenced any of your decisions since then until now just to give something a try and uh go in without the without believing that you already know much about it absolutely i think uh, you know that has been my ethos after that i think because it's not only teaching but whether it's consulting or it's counseling or Uh, you know i've got into uh, business advisory now without really having a, a degree in business advising uh, you know it it's just one of those things which happened to me because of uh, the faith i think that the ceos have been resting in me that's how i've got into this part of my uh, this avatar after my full time <laughs> in in corporate and uh, you know so it has been something that has been planned out but i think there has been this innate strength and the confidence that comes from the fact that i can tread in uncertain waters and i can make a go of it and if i cannot which happens sometimes okay there is a failure but i also know that i can pick myself and go on you know it's not going to be the end of it so i think uh, uh, that like we always say the locus of control there are some things which are controllable and there are some things which are not controllable right. so if i if i can say that all right there are some things which are in my hands and happened to me and i can pick up that opportunity but there could also be a lot of things which are not in my control and happened to me and um, you know if it works out well great if it doesn't work out well that's fine it's not my fault right so i think that has been something which has been my ethos and uh, has helped me to be i think a little more sane throughout <laughs> my life because i've realized that um, you know one can't always be have things going totally your way right but it's okay Absolutely. it doesn't happen everything doesn't happen i've had a very unhappy personal life but uh, my children more than make up for it you know and the fact that i'm with my mom is great and of course you and your mom you know being my part of my family i think these are things which are which make up so much for one small little part of that 360 degree maybe 10 degrees hasn't worked out so what 350 degrees has been fabulous right <laughs> so i think understanding what has been the locus of control and knowing that life goes on and you can do something different each time and place your own personal challenges so for me i think that has been the way in fact even my teaching profession finally opened up the way for me to get into things like training which before that i was not into training right i was into hr and strategy and corporate law and things like that but after my teaching stint when i when i came back into hyderabad um then i took on the stint with idea cellular where i was then looking i was the head of competency development working out of pune for about eight circles in india so you know those were areas which i had never thought of earlier but it was a skill that i had picked up in something other than my usual vocation and which was possible for me to transfer into another field 
So mm-hmm. I think uh, those have been the kind of learnings for me, which has been extremely useful. Wonderful. And I think, Mama, similarly with you, counseling has been on and off, yes. and now you've uh, taken was, it on, uh, right? I was going to say that. <laughs> See, dur- during my uh, 19 years of running the hostels with uh, almost 100 girls in a year, uh, so that uh, amounts to about 2,000 odd girls that I have dealt with. And um, yeah, I, I just uh, learned how to mentor them at that period of time. They would come with their different problems and uh, uh, issues and just you know to counsel them and to mentor them it was a fantastic thing that i experienced during that period of time and now as i have retired from there and i have come into this and psychology and counseling was one kind it was a passion for me again mm-hmm. right from my degree time i wanted to take up psychology but then i that didn't happen and um, like um, my sister says that uh, it was not a bed of roses after marriage <laughs> um, so we learn a lot during that period of time also you know how to endure how to hold on to um, certain uh, uh, mental issues you know which will not which will not allow you to break down completely and uh, so after that and it gives you an experience to experience to handle a lot of other things and after that when i am now doing this catering i also started attending uh, classes for counseling through nimhans in bangalore okay. and uh, it's helping me a lot and i have been able to help a couple of other people too because and the very fact that it's being recognized by the authorities and they are coming forward to tell me uh, please join this other group where you could be a volunteer for you know to uh, handle this groups the teams and so it it gives me a boost when they are telling me these things and then to be of um, complete help to another person in distress is a wonderful feeling and i'm really thankful to god that i am doing this also right now yeah yeah i mean it t- definitely takes a strong person to to feel comfortable to help another and uh, to create that environment of trust for somebody to place in you so they can share their weaknesses right and be able to grow with you so which is why i wanted to start with both of you because in your social circles based on my experience and my what i've observed is that i see people who are so inspired by both of you as women in our society and who want to be like you or who want to train with you or just spend some time that they could with you and which yeah and which motivated me to start this whole endeavor if i may call it with the both of you um very sweet of you pallavi but i think you're a little biased you know <laughs> I, don't, i don't think we're that great but yeah i think we fought our battles both of us uh, have fought our battles and we've kind of landed on our feet and landed very well i think so much so that both of us have never thought of you know finally having to have a man in your life to enjoy yes. it i think it's so much better without <laughs> that 
Exactly. <laughs> <laughs> okay, so with I'm going to go ahead with the third question, which was if you had the chance to um, go back in time and meet your younger self uh, before you all started with these um, ideas that became wonderful um, ways of life, um, what would you what would you like to tell your younger self or sh- assure your younger self? So um, I think I'd like to say don't stress. for one thing right i mean things will work out and sometimes it's a lot of fun to allow yourself to flow with the tide don't fight it it's okay you know like go where the water is and like there've been a lot of trips that i've done where we just gone where where um, you know it's been good fun you don't you don't have to plan every inch of that that day um and and life is a lot better for it uh also i think i would tell myself that um, don't waste your time in putting all your eggs in one basket Right. whether it's marriage or a career or a particular degree or whatever keep learning keep keep finding different nuances that you'd like to develop and um, see how it goes because like i told you that now i'm uh, you know i have got this um, um certification of being on the board of directors of various companies right so that is again something which i just happened to fall into it so now mm-hmm. that that opens another avenue for me similarly also if i look at even my personal goals right for the last about and you know this for the last about 15 20 years i had put on so much of weight that i was actually aching with pains right mm-hmm. but then during the pandemic instead of me sitting and saying oh my god now what am i going to do i'm stuck at home and this and i said okay this is a great opportunity i'm not going out i'd ask the cook not to come i'd ask the maid not to come and i said okay let's see what we can do and um, you know and then so i said okay now the kitchen is in my hands and let me see um whether i can really stick to a diet and it really worked and it's worked so well that now i have renewed confidence in myself you know <laughs> and best part is no migraines no knee pain oh, no headaches wow. you know so i think i think don't ever say never and don't yeah. say anything is impossible keep mm-hmm. trying there will be some things that fail but i think um, you know the the objective is to keep on doing whatever you can to make things work for you and don't stress if it doesn't there'll be something else that comes up that will come up yeah and ma what yeah. would you like to tell your younger self i have to go back to my younger self <laughs> my god that is i'm not able to imagine first of all. and <laughs> because you're but, still young yes you're still yeah. young at heart yeah <laughs> no because at that stage um i was uh, only happy go lucky you know all the time happy happy having fun imitating people enjoying life you know uh, to the maximum it was a bed of roses at that time so you know we were just playing the fool all the time and uh, right now if i have to go back and tell don't have fun just look at it you know um uh, differently or uh, say uh, uh, say you know uh, keep keep doing what you are doing actually yeah i'm a little stuck here but then at the same time uh, i would like to say that you know continuously don't look for anything um uh negative oh, happening yeah or yeah i would say uh you um continue to be what you are and keep doing keep doing what you have to do at that stage you know 
and don't you look for perfection i think also right suri i think it's very important don't look for pers- uh, perfection in everything as well exactly correct so um just continue to be what you are and continue to do what you are doing and just aim at doing it well through your life and as you're growing things will fall in place exactly the way you deserve it and it has to happen yeah that's exactly what i would like to tell people at that age yeah and can i, and can I ask a, can i ask a return question pallavi <laughs> since you are our younger self really you know for both of us yeah. uh, what is what is your learning from our experiences that we shared with you right now well the two strongest things that i've learned from both of you um is to continue to to learn to respect myself as an individual number one and to continue to respect myself and treat myself as i would treat another instead of expecting somebody to respect me and give me that boost of confidence to recognize myself as a person um equal to anyone else and secondly is to nurture my passions that's one thing that i've definitely learned um the second thing that i've learned because along as as we grow up along the way somewhere we forget what we're passionate about we forget that innocence fades away and so we're so it's so involved in the anxieties of life which doesn't have to be but then we just get into that whole concept of wanting to fit into social um situations that uh, we lose out on what we we truly are on the inside and it took me a while because it took me a long time to find myself and i was i was it for over 10 years i was looking for myself um because in other people i was and i was never able to connect with people for a very long time because i wasn't um i wasn't finding that fit either i couldn't express myself comfortably with them or you know that relationship would just um pass on and very very quickly so i was searching for something that i had right here in this physical body and mind uh and and yeah and finally i came came it took me a big round circle but i came back all the way uh-huh. around and came back so both of you have given me that and it's been it's been wonderful so thank you so much for that no and i i think another thing that happens is like we say that you know life begins again after 60 so probably one of the things that happens is after you're done with your worldly responsibilities of family and career you know the the actual building of your career etc after that i think it's time for you to return to yourself and find what makes you love life so you know whatever it is that uh, that you enjoy doing whether it is to go and see the northern lights like your mom and i did <laughs> a couple of years back you know i i think the thing is to be able to release yourself from the constraints or the expectations that life gives you yeah. places on you and then find that that little child inside of you that still is is absolutely wondrous at at things around us like you know your mom and i had gone on this fabulous trip as you know and i can never forget the time when it was bitterly cold i think it was almost minus 4 degrees or something <laughs> oh my god and we were yeah. we were we were standing on the deck open deck of the ship as it was uh, you know getting into alta and these kind of places tromso etc the northern part of norway mm-hmm. and uh, we 
Yeah, <laughs> right in the open, bitterly cold. We were kind of swathed in all the furs, etc. Our noses were dead frozen. Okay, <laughs> dead frozen. And we kept running inside to grab a bit of hot chocolate and I'll come out again because the lights, the northern lights were dancing oh. for us for over six hours. Mm-hmm. And we did not want to miss it. So mm-hmm. your mom and I were, I think, amongst our entire group of 16. We were two of us who just stood out there in that cold, but enjoyed it. And, you know, it mm-hmm. was so beautiful because when we came back after that, Everyone said, where were you? And we said, we'd gone on the deck and we were watching. They said, oh, you should have told us. I said, we did tell you. But you <laughs> later. And the later never happened for them. They never yeah. saw the lights like we did. Exactly. You know? Right. Yeah. We so it was, We got lucky in so many ways in the trip, didn't we? Yeah. Yeah. And so that was, I think, the rediscovery of, you know, things that make us uh, thrilled about life that were totally unexpected. We wanted it. But we didn't know it would happen. And the others wanted it and they died for it. <laughs> and they could not get it. Yeah. When are you going again, by the way? Oh, well, I hope next year. Let's try. <laughs> you may not be here. We have to check. Yeah, oh, I yeah. know. You, no, no. We'll have to make something like you come to Canada and from there we go. Good idea. That'll be nice. Yeah. <laughs> and so, then... And um, I think we're coming to the last part of our question is if if you had um, the opportunity uh, or the chance to, I know you guys are already, both of you are giving back to society, to people in many different ways. But on this show, if you had one day to give back uh, to the world and the life in it, how would you, what would you like to do? I think I would like to tell them to go out and enjoy life, that problems will be there, Mm -hmm. to go beyond the problems and enjoy life for what it gives you right now, right? We don't know. I mean, I could get hit by a bus tomorrow. So why am I I squirming about the pandemic, right? I mean, anything could happen to any of us. So why do we kind of treat everything around us like, oh, God, this is terrible, Yes. It's okay, find things to do. Like I have found and discovered that I love being with myself, you know. <laughs> so uh, I'm actually kind of loving the fact that I can work online. And I don't need to go to office and have to meet people that I don't feel like meeting, you know. <laughs> so so I, I think the idea is to look at the brighter side of things everywhere mm-hmm. and um, just enjoy being yourself. That's what uh-huh. I would like. Yeah, and to... I would say just live by the day. Right. Same as what uh, Akka is saying. Live by the day, be happy, and be blessed. Right. That's the right way you can live your life. Absolutely. Yeah. That's it. So, um, I mean, this was wonderful, Padma and Ma. I loved it. I hope you felt the same about uh, this session with me. Absolutely, yes. absolutely. It's always good talking to you, Palu. I mean, you, you bring so much of value to every conversation and it's wonderful to see how well you've grown. Thank you. You know, I mean, your feet firmly on the ground. It's so beautiful. So uh, <laughs> I appreciate your calling me, um, you know, and it's always a pleasure to talk to Suri. So this has been a more a chat session than a real. Yeah, and I I would really this is what I, I I'm hoping for with every session that I am going to have uh, here on, 
is ultimately the podcast is meant to promote a more expansive approach to life and the self. Um, and we don't want to have an age bar because the sooner you start with it, uh, the more satisfactory and the more uh, fulfilling your life is. So you don't have to wait until you've settled in and have the money to be happy. You can be happy and everything. In, in fact, by being happy early on, you open up a gateway to an abundance of everything that you want. So that's what, that's what we want to do at this time. And we want to share that approach to more people. And uh, I'm really hoping that it goes forward and does well and passes the message on to more people. <laughs> yeah, I'm sure. I'm sure it will. It's absolutely a wonderful way to get across. And like you said, age is no bar. You can always start early. But what I'm saying is age is no bar. You can always start later as well. As well. Absolutely. Absolutely. <laughs> exactly. Exactly. It's never too late. It's never never too, late. too late. Never absolutely. too late for anything and everything. Yeah. Yeah. Awesome. So, yeah. Reminds me that I have to go learn. All right. So we've come to the end of our first episode. I hope you enjoyed it as much as I did. We would love to connect with more of you out there willing to share a story that could make someone smile and help them through their own. We're coming back next week with Honeybun, an interesting take on family dynamics. Until then, stay safe and spread the love.